This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. The NTL Now podcast is also brought to you by Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility, Max Driving Academy, Jimmy's Park Hotel, Mansfield University, and Thompson Sports and Apparel. Now let's join the host of NTL Now, here's Shane Wilbur. It's been another long week of NTL Sports, and it's time to kick back and recap it all here on this week's edition of the NTL Now podcast. Shane Wilbur, glad to be back with you and excited to be back with you because we've got a lot to cover this week. I mean, we've got to roll through some NTL standings, district standings, also some NTL champions to talk about as we've had some league champions that have been crowned as well. So definitely looking forward to all of that. And of course, uh, you know, who knows uh, what we will splash in this week uh, as far as interviews go. Uh, I know this week for sure uh, we're going to talk with Northeast Bradford cross-country coach Adam Russell. Congratulations uh, to the Lady Panthers on wrapping up uh, a cross-country title earlier this week. So we're going to get a chance to talk with Coach Russell coming up here a little bit later on in the podcast this week as well. But as I said, hey, we've got a lot to cover as, uh, you know, with the NTL champions being crowned. I mean, we've got golf champions. We've got cross-country champions. And, of course, uh, you know, we'll uh, keep an eye on the uh, volleyball, the soccer standings and such as well. Plus, of course, we've got NTL football to talk about this week, uh, too. I mean, we've got some key matchups coming up on the football side. Hey, we've got districts right around the corner. We're going to start diving into the district standings as well. So, folks, I'm telling you, it is going to be yet another great episode this week right here on the NTL Now podcast. So, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to step aside. We're going to take a quick moment. We'll thank our friends from Circle W Sports when we come back. Hey, we're going to start diving in and recapping some of the NTL Sports Week that was and talk about some NTL champions too. So stick around. We'll do that next after this quick timeout with Circle W Sports. Growing up in a small town. It's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level. Circle W Sports helped me get the exposure I needed. It's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player, but the rest of our team, guys that they might not be thought they were interested in before they went to the website. So Circle W has really done that. It links highlight films, contact information, and everything that the coach would need. Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. And welcome back here on the NTL Now podcast this week. Of course, uh, a busy week, as I said, in the sports world. As, of course, uh, you know, plenty of uh, big headlines rolling in uh, from this past week in NTL competition. Of course, I want to congratulate uh, the Troy Lady Trojan soccer team. A big win for them this past weekend. Of course, last week we had the opportunity uh, to talk with Grace Sherman and Emmy Ward and uh, them and uh, their teammates go out last week and come out with a big win 5-3 over the Lady Wildcats of Athens uh, last Saturday to knock things up in the NTL standings. And, of course, like I said, we'll talk about that coming up in just a little while. But, yes, congratulations to the Lady Trojans on a big win. Addie Parker for the Lady Trojans that afternoon four or that morning I should say four goals to pace the Lady Trojans that day of course also you know a big football score from last Saturday as well the Skins up at the Lockhart Street Bowl a big 
win for them as they top Troy 22-21. All kinds of late drama going on in that one. Looking forward to talking about that one coming up a little bit later on uh, in the podcast as well. Also, uh, congratulations going out to Zion Loudermilk of uh, Wyalusing. A big win for him in the uh, Purple and White Invitational this past weekend as well for uh, the Wyalusing cross-country team as Loudermilk wins with a time of 17-10-50. That time, of course, uh, over a minute faster than the next closest runner. So just some of the top individual performances there uh, from some of our area athletes uh, over this past weekend as well. But quickly, let's uh, hit some of the uh, scores through our uh, area over this uh, past week. Of course, we'll talk about some cross-country champions coming up here in just a little while. But uh, on the boys' soccer side of things, just scoring recaps quick, courtesy of our friends at the Northern Tier Sports Report. Uh, Boys' soccer uh, from earlier this week, Northeast Bradford over Tawanda 9-5. North Penn Liberty completes the sweep over Troy in boys' soccer action, this time winning 5-1. In volleyball action, Canton sweeps Troy 3-0. Wyalusing sweeps Kalineski 3 nothing. North Penn Liberty takes three sets to one over Northeast Bradford. Cross country action on the girls side. Congratulations to the Troy Trojan cross country team for the girls as they are now your five time five-time girls cross-country champions as they have uh, just continued to roll on the cross-country side of things. Uh, Troy picking up wins over Wellsboro and Tawanda. 23th Wellsboro, 22-36 over Tawanda. And uh, also another girls action, Wellsboro over Tawanda, 26-29. Northeast Bradford tops Athens, 22-33. And Kalineski Valley, 24-31, as well as Canton, 22-35. The Northeast Bradford Lady Panthers, of course, they wrap up uh, the Division II crown uh, for NTL uh, girls soccer as well with that. Uh, win, or uh, one of those wins, I should say, uh, earlier this week. All right, other uh, uh, cross-country action uh, on the girls' side. Kalineski Valley top Canton 24-31. Athens top Canton 26-29. Wyalusing over Sullivan County 15-49 and over North Penn Mansfield 15-42. On to the boys' side where it was Wyalusing over Sullivan County 15-49 and then over North Penn Mansfield 19-44. Tawanda over Troy 23-34 and topping Wellsburg 18-41. Troy would top Wellsboro in boys action 21-35. Kalineski Valley uh, your NTL champions uh, of Division uh, 2 as well I believe on the boys side uh, Kalineski Valley uh, with wins uh, earlier this week over Canton 17-46 and Northeast Bradford 20-35. Athens over Northeast Bradford 22-35. Athens over Canton 16-47 and Northeast Bradford over Canton uh, 18-45. But yes, regardless, uh, it is uh, as of right now, uh, let's see here, it is Northeast Bradford uh, and Wyalusing claiming the uh, Division II titles, Troy and uh, Kalineski Valley claiming the Division I titles on the girls and boys side. So yes, congratulations going out to all of our cross-country champions here during this fall sports season. I'm telling you, man, it takes a lot to go out there and uh, earn these victories and earn these championships and uh, even for Troy, I mean, to uh, complete the five-peat, I guess, right now on the girls' side of cross-country. I mean, that is nothing short of spectacular. So, yes, definitely want to give those teams their kudos. And uh, we've got 
some uh, messages out. Hopefully, we're going to get the opportunity uh, to talk with Coach Wooster from over at Kalineski Valley. Of course, they've got a uh, split program kind of going on uh, with Williamson runners to uh, form kind of their uh, uh, co-op, I guess I should say. So, yes, with those uh, being in, you know, the Northern Tioga School District, uh, we're going to have an opportunity, hopefully, to catch up uh, with Coach Wooster and company and, uh, you know, kind of talk about that program coming up in a future episode. So, yes, definitely uh, looking forward to that coming up here in a later episode, too. All right, so as, uh, you know, we kind of continue on here uh, looking at some other scores here this week in girls soccer. Uh, it was Wyalusing blanking Wellsboro one to nothing. Boys soccer. It was Muncie over Troy three to nothing uh, from uh, action earlier this week. And uh, of course, over this past weekend, uh, it was Troy over Athens five to three. Loyal Sock over Wyalusing by a score of two to one. In boys soccer action uh, from over the weekend, it was North Penn Liberty over Tawanda five four. Northeast Bradford blanking Troy by a score of six to nothing and in volleyball Tawanda topping Loyal Sock by a score of three to nothing. So kind of uh, quickly recapping some scores and uh, what we're going to do now is take another quick timeout when we come back. Hey, we're going to dive into some NTL standings on all of the uh, volleyball, the soccer, and of course uh, dive into some district standings as well. We've got the district playoffs coming up here around the corner, but of course uh, don't fret as well. We've still got more cross country to talk as well. As I said, we're going to talk with Northeast Bradford coach Adam Russell. That's that's on the horizon here when we talk uh, cross country with him and uh, his champion Lady Panthers. We'll talk about that program too. That's all coming up. Plus, of course, your NTL football recap and preview. That comes your way later in the podcast, so stick around. Back with more coming up after these messages right here on the NTL Now podcast. You've got the newly permitted teenage driver in the family, but the patience to teach them just isn't there. That's why you call Max Driving Academy in Canton. Max Driving Academy will make sure your teenage driver is ready to be the safest driver on the road. That's Max Driving Academy. Call Tim Mackinich today, 570-404-7815. Or for more information, visit maxdrivingacademy.com or like Max Driving Academy on Facebook. That's Max Driving Academy, Canton. All right, we are back here on the NTL Now podcast this week. And, of course, as promised, time to dive into some standings on the uh, soccer and volleyball side of things here as we get rolling here on the uh, girls' standings. So let's go to the NTL girls' soccer standings here of what we have going on. Uh, right now you've got Troy in the lead, leading 9-2 uh, and two overall, 7-1 and one in the division. Athens is 5-3 and three overall, 4-1 and one in the division. Wyalusing sits 11-4 and four overall, 7-2. and two. Northeast Bradford 5-5 five and 4-3. Five and, uh, and three. Uh, Williamson, Tawanda, Wellsboro, North Penn, Mansfield uh, rounding out the girls' soccer standings. On to the boys' soccer standings here as the season has uh, gone on here. The Wellsboro boys right now pacing things at 5-2-2 two two overall. They are 5-0-1 oh, in the division. Northeast Bradford 4-2-1 overall, 4-0-1 oh, in the division. North Penn Liberty's 4-2. North Penn Liberty 3-1 in the division. Athens 3-5 uh, overall for the boys' side and 2-1 and in the division. But, uh, you know, as I said... Uh, that's just what we are seeing here as of now. 
uh, standings and such uh, will be updated more uh, as the time gone on, goes on. And, of course, uh, that being said right now, uh, quickly just want to pass out uh, a uh, get well soon wish uh, to our buddy uh, Ed Weaver of Circle W Sports at, of course, doing a job uh, trying to uh, maintain all of the uh, websites uh, for the NTL and District 4. Ed's been a little under the weather lately, so uh, good to have him back. As uh, he said, he should be back up, ready to go uh, coming here in the uh, next few days. So uh, good luck and good uh, wishes to him here as he gets back into the swing of things. But on the boys' side of soccer standings anyway, Troy Williamson, Tawanda, Galton rounding out. Uh, the bottom part there. All right, on to the uh, girls' volleyball standings. Uh, let's go to that and uh, quickly roll through that, and then we will hit the district standings here in just a short. So on the girls' side, in the large school division, North Penn Liberty paces the way as they are undefeated at 8-0. Tawanda, Wellsboro, Troy, and Athens following suit there. In the small school division, Canton right now 6-1 overall. They are 2-0 in the division. Williamson, Wyalusing, Northeast, Bradford, Sayre, and Kowineski Valley follow suit. Uh, Williamson, Wyalusing, and Northeast, Bradford all above 500 so far in the NTL volleyball standings there in the small school. All right, so we've done the league standings. What do you say we take a quick hit and head to the uh, girls' soccer standings, shall we, uh, on the district side. So let's go to the girls' soccer standings here for District 4, and uh, we'll wait for that to update here in just a moment. In the Class A side of things, you've got Wyalusing right now at 11-4. and four. They are sitting in the sixth spot. Northeast Bradford is eighth. Nine and six right now, and that right there are uh, girls on the uh, NTL side of things who have the uh, likely shots to qualify for districts. In double A right now, it is the Troy girls sitting at 11 and two. They are in the third seed spot. Uh, other qualifiers could be, looks like Troy would be our lone qualifier there if districts were to start now. Uh, on to the AAA schools. Athens right now sits as the third seed. They are eight and six above 500 and no schools out of the 4A bracket. So that's where we sit on the girls' side of standings there for the uh, soccer standings. All right, let's go to the boys' soccer standings, shall we, uh, for the uh, District 4 standings on the boys' side quickly as uh, I navigate the website for District 4. And let's quickly see who we have coming here on the district side of things for the boys. And in Class A, does not look like we have anybody there. So to Class AA, our closest standing right now, Wellsboro sitting above 500 in the sixth spot at 5-2. and two. Uh, North Penn Liberty right now sits 7-6. and six. They would be the 10th qualifying team right now. Troy just under 500, still a chance to get there, as well as Williamson too. So both of uh, those teams looking like they might have an opportunity to qualify for districts as well. On to the AAA side, Athens right now 9-6 and six overall on the district standings there. So uh, Athens could possibly make it uh, to the districts uh, as well, pending how they fare out here through the rest of the season. But yes, good to see the NTL looking uh, very well represented as we continue on here with the 
uh, soccer standings. But now let's go to volleyball standings quickly. Class A volleyball, uh, Canton and Northeast Bradford. Calinet, or Canton, Northeast Bradford right now likely to be qualifiers for districts. Canton right now above 500. Northeast Bradford sitting as the third seed. Canton as the top seed. So that's where we are uh, as far as Class A goes. Double A side, North Penn Liberty right now paces the way at 9-1. Williamson, Wyalusing, 2-3. Tawanda, 6-5 overall. They are in the fourth spot uh, looking like they will all be qualifiers for the double-A bracket and into triple-A. Uh, Athens with some work to do, but they can still qualify if they can reach 500 here before the end of the season. So uh, things looking all right there on the uh, cross-country and volleyball side, or excuse me, the volleyball uh, and soccer standings. Man, I am all over the place here on this uh, NTL podcast this week. But that's okay. It's just because I'm excited. So I've got a special treat now that uh, I can talk about because as we've been kind of flowing through segments here of this week's podcast, we've actually added a couple of more guests, all right? So uh, we're going to talk with uh, Kalineski Valley coach uh, Adam Wooster. That's coming up here. We're going to talk some cross country with him. Also, we're going to talk pigskin with Sarah senior quarterback Braden Horton. Can't wait to talk about him, about the happenings and the drama from last Saturday. Saturday's 22-21 win over Troy. So we've got that on the horizon too. But we're going to really dive into some cross-country talk. We're going to talk with some championship coaches. We're going to kick it off with Northeast Bradford coach on the girls' side, Adam Russell. That comes your way next. But Coach Wooster and uh, Brayden Horton a little bit later on. So stick around. More to come here on the NTL Now podcast. Endless Mountain Brace Mobility in Troy is a proud supporter of our area athletes in the Northern Tier League. Parents, don't just trust anyone if the athlete in your family is injured. Let the experts at Endless Mountain's Brace and Mobility be there to help make the recovery process as easy as possible. Call them today for more information on how they can help at 570-297-2993. That's 570-297-2993. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5, and closed Saturday and Sunday. That's Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy. And we are back this week here on the NTL Now podcast, and it is time to talk championship cross country. That's right. It's the head coach of the Northeast Bradford Panthers cross country squad, Adam Russell, joins us here now on the podcast this week. Coach Russell, thank you so much for taking some time to join us here this week. Thank you for having me. Adam, you know, uh, first time on the podcast, so glad to have you along, and, uh, you know, I have to ask you, I mean, how does it feel uh, knowing that all that hard work paid off for an NTL crown this year for your Lady Panthers? It feels great. It feels great knowing that they've been working so hard, pushing pushing day after day, and they finally made it. Improved a ton from last year, and feels really good. You know, you mentioned about the fact that, you know, you see improvement for them from a year ago. I mean, was this something that you kind of saw brewing, you know, from last year leading into this year, you know, with uh, the talent you had coming back, uh, the talent you may have had uh, kind of coming in with youngsters? Yeah, yep. I, I, we, we set a goal at the end of last year that we would come back, and our goal was to win districts. And we we thought we had a really good shot at being undefeated on the season also. Um, we didn't quite make that goal. On one of our races, we had our three top girls were out, um, so we lost one race this year. But, but yeah, things are, are looking good, except for 
a couple injuries that we now have and hoping some girls get feeling better for districts. So, Coach, I mean, let's kind of take this back a little bit. Uh, kind of give us, you know, s some background with you, uh, not only, uh, you know, with this Lady Panthers team. I mean, is cross country something, you know, that y you've been around, uh, you know, your entire life? Nope, nope. I used to hate running. I didn't run in high school. I did not run until I was in my 30s when my daughter joined cross country. And I told her, I was like, well, you can go ahead, but I... I don't really enjoy that sport too much, but she can more than welcome to do it. And she actually talked me into doing a race with her. And so I did, and I ended up saying, hey, this isn't so bad. I kind of like it. And so that got me into training harder, and I actually started running quite a bit and doing quite well at a lot of um, different races. And then the cross-country job opened up, and... Um, I went for it. And now, of course, you know, you look back on it. I mean, this is a uh, Northeast Bradford uh, program, I think, you know, historically is, you know, one of the more proud traditions, I think, at Northeast Bradford. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you've heard the stories of Coach Murphy. I mean, he set the bar to uh, standards that are just uh, unseen, I think, sometimes uh, when it comes to cross country. But, I mean, yeah, th this is a very proud program that's got a lot of tradition, you know, that you're uh, taking over here. Yep, yep, it's yeah, they've had a dynasty for so long. It seems like it's kind of dropped off for a few years, but I think the group of kids that we have coming through now, they they really want to win and really want to do well again. I think that dynasty is going to come back again. Now, take me through, you know, this season as a whole, okay? Let's uh, let's kind of take this back to uh, preseason workouts and such. I mean, you're getting ready uh, for this NTL season. I mean, uh, what are you talking about, you know, with your team as far as leading into the summer uh, before this season even begins? Yeah, we talk a lot about training. We um, talked about really um, doing our easy runs easy, our hard runs hard, but not taking our easy runs so easy that, it's not helping us out either. So we really we tr make our easy runs easy, but there's still a good workout also. And I think that is where we've struggled before, kids just taking the easy runs literally way too easy. And we've really pushed that up a notch. Uh, we pushed the work up, work up, workouts up a lot, and they've been they've just been working really hard at it. They've been doing quite well. They know they um, are. Our our fifth girl, she knows that she's got to, from the beginning of the season, her told her she needs to pick up, like, take three minutes off her time, and she's getting very close to doing that. Um, so they've been working very hard at um, getting the times that they need to be competitive at districts. Now, you mentioned that you can see, uh, you know, maybe uh, a future dynasty coming here uh, with this Northeast Bradford program. And, of course, you know, we, we had a little chance to talk uh, before we really got into this interview. And, uh, you know, you mentioned that it's really coming uh, from, you know, the youth as well as, you know, the, the junior high program uh, for this Lady Panther squad is uh, really starting to kind of flourish as well uh, with a productive season with them that, uh, you know, can only seem uh, better that uh, of what the future is going to bring. Yeah, yeah, the junior high team, man, they they work hard. They like go out there and it's like impressed with it's impressive how fast those seventh and eighth graders run. It's like we have seventh and eighth grade girls that I can't even keep up with and it's kind of embarrassing. They they just run so fast. We play different games and stuff. 
And I'm like, man, you guys are so fast. And they're like, well, that's because you've been trained good. And I go, something, something. You guys definitely are running fast. Well, you know, it's just awesome to see, uh, you know, Northeast Bradford cross country uh, coming back on the map. You know, like you said, uh, it's been kind of uh, building, but not quite where, you know, it's used to being. So, you know, to see it kind of get back there uh, this year with this uh, girls NTL championship, that's great. And, uh, you know, coach, kind of uh, talk to me about your team a little bit. I mean, you've said you've got, you know, your uh, your three kind of, uh, I guess you want to call them studs, you know, how, you know, kind of where we refer in the sports world. Uh, kind Kind of give me, you know, your leaders of this squad. I mean, who are those, uh, you know, top three runners that really, you know, you're counting on uh, meet in and meet out? Well, to begin with, um, we knew um, why losing was last year's district champions. Um, Troy had beat them earlier. And so, like, that was like our big race. And all, all of our girls were very healthy then. We went against Troy, and um, our fourth girl had to beat a couple that we weren't losing most of the race. And our fourth girl passed a couple Troy girls to give us the win. And um, then Grayson, just shortly after that race, Grayson Laudermilk, our top runner, she hurt her foot, and she's now in a boot and crutches. And they're not really sure what's going on with that. She's got an MRI scheduled. Um, our second girl kind of got hurt playing soccer. And our third girl was um, just had a sickness. Which she's doing better now. The girl that was playing soccer she's better now and so now it's just our really our top runner that's still kind of questionable but questionable but she's very determined she's been doing a lot of pool workouts she's been doing a lot of bike riding so she's staying in shape just not just not running so now, of course, uh, you know, you kind of go through that and, you know, it just it really kind of, uh, I think, weighs on you mentally as a coach knowing, hey, you know, we've got a lot of these big goals. I don't know really, you know, is my team going to be full? You know, I mean, how are you kind of mentally preparing uh, yourself and, you know, mainly uh, getting ready to keep the girls focused uh, with this potential district run in mind? We're all hoping that Grayson will be back. And we're all pushing a little harder, knowing that if she, if she, when she does come back, she might not be as at, at the level that she could have been. So we all, rest of the girls, need to pick it up and and help her position out a little bit by training a little extra hard. Coach, you know, it's been a great season uh, regardless of, I think, what uh, the postseason brings now. Obviously, you know, you're looking for a success uh, at the district level too. But, I mean, uh, is that kind of uh, maybe more of like an icing on the cake kind of matter? I mean, for you and this squad to kind of come back, win the league title, I mean, is that, uh, you know, uh, just kind of uh, like, like the building block and uh, what you would consider like the good beginning, kind of like the start? for uh, what's to come? Yeah, it is kind of like the start for what's to come because I, next year we have a bunch of 8th graders that are really fast and are going to be coming up through. It's going to make the team that much more depth, that much better. And so, like, knowing that where our team is right now with what we have and how good they have done this year, it's really looking great for the, for the future with the new girls coming on. 
Coach, I got to tell you, man, I mean, it's, uh, it sounds like it's been, uh, you know, as exciting of a season for you as you could have possibly hoped for. And, uh, you know, it's uh, uh, a well wish uh, to you and your squad. Hopefully everybody can come back healthy. Uh, you get that big district push that you're hoping for. But, man, congratulations to you and the Lady Panthers on your NTL crown this year. I hope you get the opportunity to go out, enjoy it. And uh, from what you said, uh, the girls are making sure, uh, you know, you kind of make uh, – plans to uh, don them with the proper swag that they want. Uh, they want those championship t-shirts, huh? Yep, yep, they do like their shirts. <laughs> yep. Alright, Coach, well, uh, hey, again, good luck to you and uh, congrats on a great season and uh, keep building up that Northeast Bradford program. Well, thank you very much and thanks for having me. All right, that's Coach Adam Russell from the Northeast Bradford squad. And, uh, hey, how do you like this? We've got more cross-country talk coming up here in the podcast as well. Stick around. We're going to talk with Coach Wooster from Kalineski Valley, champions on the boys' side. That comes your way after this quick timeout right here on the NTL Now podcast. The best way to find the right college for you is to experience campus in person. Visit Mansfield University and see why students choose to live and learn on our beautiful campus. Surrounded by endless adventure, meet the faculty and current students. Connect with your personal admissions representative and tour campus, including our on-campus residence halls, named top 10 best dorms in the country. Schedule your visit today at mansfield.edu visit. Thompson Sports and Apparel in Canton is your one-stop shop for clothing and apparel. Whether it's t-shirts, hats, sweatpants, sweatshirts, jewelry, or blankets, they can personalize or customize just about anything. If your school, club, or sports league is planning a fundraiser, call Thompson Sports and Apparel and see how they can help at 570-673-3655. That's Thompson Sports and Apparel in Canton. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5, and Saturdays, 9 to 1. Continuing on with more cross-country talk here this week on the NTL Now podcast. And it gives me now great pleasure to talk about uh, some boys cross-country. You've got the champion, Kalineski Valley Indians. And to talk more about them, let's go right to the source and talk with Coach Aaron Wooster right here on the podcast this week. Coach, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Coach, you know, it's uh, obviously uh, been a whirlwind season, I think, for everybody, you know, whether or not uh, activities were going to go, you know, uh, everybody's kind of dealing with COVID issues. I think for the most part, uh, we've been able to circumvent that uh, for, uh, you know, a, a lot of us anyway, uh, you know, kind of uh, talk about it and, uh, you know, how your squad's been uh, able to just kind of stick together through all this. Um, we've actually been pretty lucky. We really haven't had any issues. Um with COVID or health issues, which is good. Um, it's always like to have the the team healthy and together and being an outdoor sport helps a whole bunch. So as you've kind of uh, pieced this whole season together now, uh, for those out there who don't know, obviously, you know, uh, being a part of the same school district, uh, you know, you've got runners uh, from both Kalineski uh, and from Williamson as well. So, I mean, uh, did you kind of see this whole thing coming together for a league championship? Or, I mean, did you have maybe some, uh, some, some new runners or whatever come out that really kind of uh, helped this whole thing come together this year? Uh, we did have some new runners. Um... I knew coming off of last track season, 
we had several boys who did very well during track season who are also on the cross country team. And then I also had a couple of new people that sort of surprised me a little bit, which was excellent. Um, early on in the season, we were kind of seeing how things went. And then we kind of sort of got the, the, you know, the feeling that, you know, this could, this could become a reality. So. So kind of take me through this now. Obviously, you know, I had the opportunity uh, to talk with the track coaches back in the spring. Uh, I mean, is cross-country kind of detailed the same way? I mean, you you pretty much handle, from what I understand, uh, the runners at Kalineski. Uh, the coach at Williamson does the same there. I mean, are you guys uh, pretty much like in constant contact, uh, kind of designing workouts uh, for the runners? Um, we sort of uh, do our own thing. Um we do have a lot of similar styles in workouts and things that we do um, in different days, different things. Um, but we are in pretty good contact with one another. And uh, I think we have the same sort of overall goal. The direction we head in is the same. So that helps a whole bunch. Does it make it a little easier uh, just, you know, knowing that, uh, cross country is kind of a sport where, uh, you know, there's not, I guess I want to say like a lot of equipment involved. I mean, it's not like you all have to be together at the same time to really make this thing work. It's just a matter of, uh, I think more, uh, the runners themselves holding themselves accountable. Like I, I think if there's a sport where, where a co-op and, you know, kind of something like this can be done with blended schools, blended runners, this is the sport that I think the, the transition would be the smoothest. Uh, agreed. Yeah, it's not like, I mean, it's a very individualized sport, but the team aspect matters. But you can work on the team component separately, as weird as that sounds. <laughs> so now uh, you've got the title in your hands. Uh, you've watched, you know, this team kind of evolve as the season uh, has gone on. I mean, w was this something that was a surprise to you or, you know, was this something you kind of just uh, watched and kind of watched your team grow as the season went on? Uh, it was a little bit of a surprise. Um, in the back of my mind, I, I firmly believed we could do it. Um, but the NTL, especially cross country, is kind of tough. Um, like a lot of good teams, a lot of great coaches um, every year. And, I mean, you're only as good as your competition. So you could have a great team, but the other teams around you could also just be better. So I guess developing over the season was important to know, like, each week, who do we have, have we prep, and go from there. Now, as you look at what is to come, obviously, for this team, I mean, you, you've got uh, a perfect season going so far. Uh, you've got uh, districts around the horizon as well. Uh, how are you keeping, uh, you know, this uh, team of boys focused, knowing that there are still some big goals ahead uh, that can be achieved? Um, we're definitely going to build on our success a little bit um, to help focus. Um, cross country, you got to kind of trust the process. It's not like you can do something today that will have immediate benefits tomorrow. you, you got to trust the training program and trust the process and just keep keep working at it. So hopefully, you know, winning the NTL title is going to be that stepping stone to give them a little bit more motivation, a little more focus um, for districts and possibly states. You know, like I said, talking with uh, the track coaches back in the spring, uh, you know, they said that, you know, the ability now – to uh, kind of tandemize 
with Williamson and both schools kind of work together uh, to build, uh, you know, one program has really benefited them mightily. Uh, I'm curious with you, I mean, do you see uh, this same thing on the cross-country side to really, you know, give this whole thing uh, the success that it deserves? I do. Um, I think way back when we started the cross-country program back up in Northern Tioga, um, I think it was about 12 years ago, we were a CV team and a Williamson team. They were separate teams. And um, that worked for about a year when we looked at each other and said, why are your five boys and my five boys competing every week? Why don't they combine and be 10 boys and make a stronger team? And as that's developed, now we have a pretty strong boys team. I'm not taking anything away from the girls team, but um, that's kind of was the goal back then. And it's come to fruition, I guess. So take me, uh, you know, inside this program now as, you know, you've got the championship this season. Obviously, you know, a coach thinks in the back of their mind, okay, now how do I keep this going? I mean, you know, to get one is great, but, you know, talk about, you know, where your program is at now. I mean, is this, uh, you know, kind of at a place where on both sides, you know, with the girls and the guys where, you know, uh, the, the competition, the, the championships can be a sustainable thing? Is this, you know, kind of uh, uh, something that, you know, we should be able to say, hey, you know, Kalineski Valley is going to be there, you know, in the thick of it uh, through the entire season here for seasons to come? Uh, I think so. Um, I have one senior boy and one senior girl, and the rest of my boys' team are junior sophomores and freshmen, um, which is pretty awesome, um, what they've been able to achieve being so young. We also have, I have a crew of eighth grade, or eighth grade boys who um, are doing pretty well and have grown a lot since seventh grade who are going to be on you know, the varsity team next year as ninth graders. And I don't know, I think... It looks promising. I'll say it that way. Quickly, you know, before I get you out of here, uh, you know, how long have you been uh, affiliated with the sport across country? I mean, what really got you uh, into uh, coaching? I mean, did, did you run? Uh, is this something that just kind of came to you? I mean, uh, kind of take me back through the Aaron Wooster cross country journey. Um, I ran in high school. I was on the cross country team and track team uh, throughout high school. Uh, when I went to college, I just kept running. Um, on my own, just as sort of a hobby, something to do, stay fit. Uh, when I started at TV, I started helping out with the track program my first two years, and then coaching position shifted, whatever, and I became the head girls coach. Um, my third year teaching at TV, I was there for two years as a track coach, and then the next that next year was when I started. Um, I was approached by my athletic director, my principal, hey, do you think you want to start up a cross-country program in Northern Tioga? And I said yes, and that's, I guess, how it started. Well, hey, you know, the, every uh, every good story has a beginning, and, well, you know, to see how this program has evolved, I mean, it, it couldn't be anything, uh, you know, that you're more proud of. So, you know, before we get you out of here, uh, kind of put some shine on, you know, uh, some of your runners who have really helped uh, carry this uh, torch towards this NTL title this year. Well, I got a shout out to my number one boy, Owen Cummings. Um, I had the pleasure of coaching him in junior high track when he was in seventh grade. And I was like, that kid is going to do some good stuff. And then, of course, his eighth grade, what would have been his eighth grade year, happened to be COVID, the year that we didn't have track. So I kind of sort of lost track there. And then last year, as a ninth grader, he came out for 
cross country for a little bit there. He was a dual sporting soccer player and cross country runner. And then, um, so he was a part time with the cross country team. That's kind of how it played out. And then track season came around and he was just impressing people. Um, he made it to States, um, as a freshman, which is impressive, uh, especially in the distance events. That's a hard, that's a hard place to break in as a freshman, especially a freshman boy. Um, and he did well at States and he brought a couple of his buddies with him. My number two runner would be Christian Misdale, my number three, Nathaniel Welch, and they get it done week after week. They train together, they work super hard, um, they race super hard. I think they have fun doing it. Uh, it's awesome to coach them. Congratulations to you on the uh, NTL championship this year for the uh, Kalineski Valley boys team. Uh, keep up the success with the program. Good luck to you through, uh, you know, your postseason and uh, into future uh, seasons beyond here. And uh, thank you again for taking some time here to talk about your program on the podcast. Thanks for having me. It was a good time. And that was Kalineski Valley cross-country coach Aaron Wooster joining us here this week on the podcast. And folks, stick around. It's time to dive into some NTL football talk. We're going to do that with Sarah senior quarterback Braden Horton. That's next. We'll talk about the Redskins' victory over Troy last week. What's still to come this season? That's on the way right here on the NTL Now podcast. Jimmy's Park Hotel in Canton is geared up and ready for the fall sports season. Stop into Jimmy's today and find out about all their great weekly promotions, including Northern Tier Night on Wednesdays for teachers, staff, and employees. Don't forget about Thirsty Thursday with pizza pitcher specials, and of course, football weekends, including Yingling Drafts on Saturday and Miller Lite Drafts on Sunday. Follow Jimmy's Park Hotel on Facebook for more details and, of course, their weekly dinner specials. Call 570-673-8777. Time to dive into some pigskin this week here on the NTL Now podcast. And I got to tell you, I do not know how this kid slept all week long after last week's big victory over Troy. It gives me great pleasure this week to welcome in senior quarterback from the Sarah Redskins, Braden Horton. Braden, Drama doesn't even begin to describe what last Saturday was uh, at the Lockhart Street Bowl. My friend, thank you so much for taking some time this week. Hey, let's talk uh, last week. Let's talk what's ahead for this Redskins squad. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing very well. How are you? Braden, you know, uh, kind of take me back, okay? So I am uh, I'm out of town. I'm actually DJing a wedding last Saturday. I'm sending text messages back to my coworkers who are covering the game. I find out we've got a 14-13 ball game. Drama unfolds. I mean, take me inside your mind going through all of this uh, that's going on eventually leading up to your 22-21 victory last week. I mean, give me the Braden Horton uh, recap of this. <laughs> well, I mean, at halftime... I think it was 14 to 13 at the time. So we knew that we, that we were being more physical than them, which really coming into the game, we were not expecting. We were expecting to not be able to run the ball a whole lot, but we had success running the ball, had success passing the ball. So we knew, I mean, once we came out of the second half, we knew we kept fighting and keep playing the way we were, that we were going to be able to come out on top. And, you know, we had hope that, you know, going into that game, we really didn't have. So, um, you know, we, we played physical. We played unbelievable. Our defense just shut them down. Um, you know, I, I really couldn't 
think that – I mean, I made a few mistakes myself, and my defense was able to pick me up. So, I mean, it, it was great. And just the ability to fight back and uh, and battle with a really, really, really Troy – really, really good Troy team um, was just a huge confidence booster for our entire team. Now, of course, uh, you know, we had the opportunity to talk back at Media Day. And, you know, you were really looking forward to the fact that, uh, you know, you were going to have six opportunities this year to play in front of your home fans uh, at the Lockhart Street Bowl. I got to right. tell you, I don't think at that present time you were thinking that, uh, you know, the fans were going to get a show like that for homecoming <laughs> this year, right? I, I wasn't for sure, especially after uh, the showing that Troy had against Royal Sox. Uh, we weren't exactly sure how that game was going to go, but you know, our, our again, like I said, our, our line was unbelievable. Our defense was fantastic, and we just stuck around. All right, so now uh, we're coming down the stretch here. You've got Troy with a 21-14 lead, uh, and then all of a sudden, magic happens, and you guys lead a drive down the field. You cap it off with a touchdown. Now you got to get the two-point conversion. I mean, uh, what's going through your mind? What are you and Coach Gorman talking about? I mean, seriously, this has got to be like just kind of <laughs> heart-pounding moments going on here. For sure, yeah. But we knew that we had we had the right play set up. We knew we had success on uh, on plays kind of similar to that earlier in the game. So um, I trusted uh, Josh Arnold to get open and. It was a play kind of designed to go to him, so just trusted him to get open. And you know, as I was walking in the line, I kind of said, said a little prayer. I'm like, Lord, this is this is all in your hands. If we're supposed to win, then uh, let it happen. And sure enough, it did. Now I got to tell you, I mean, this season has been absolutely uh, crazy. I think uh, for not only yourself, uh, for your Redskin teammates. I mean, you guys have uh, overcome a lot this year. I mean, unfortunately, your team was one that was struck with uh, some COVID quarantines earlier in the year. Now, of course, you bounce back and uh, you know you get this big win over Troy, and now really sets you up in uh, a really good position here coming down the stretch, where you really, I think, control your own destiny as to how uh, you know your playoff hopes can go. For sure, for sure, yeah. We, I mean, we have a tough, really tough schedule from here on out. I mean, we got Northwest and then our South Williamsport. Then we finish off against Athens. We know each one of those games are going to be tough. Um, you know, this, this Northwest team is not a team that you can take lightly. And this is kind of a, I, I, we keep saying, like, this, this is a trap game for us because we cannot come off of a Troy win like that and just expect us to roll over any team, really. So um, we're really focusing on back up this week. Um, and you know we're just going to take take it one game at a time, just like we did last week. This week we got our team down, and uh, just hope hopefully our game game plan can work out. You know, and you kind of touched on something interesting as well. You know, I was kind of curious, uh, what's, you know, Coach Gorman, all the other coaches kind of been preaching to you guys this week? I mean, you mentioned the trap game statement, and obviously, you know, I would think that that's probably got to be uh, that along with uh, a few other, uh, you know, probably odds and ends that they want to talk about as well. But I would definitely think that trap game out of a coach's mouth has got to be probably a much uh, continued statement this week, given what you said, the big win last week, you don't want the letdown this week right right and you know we were talking about that with troy they came off of a, a huge loyal track win um and then they came into a, a a game that they honestly coming in you know you might think same old there but we played them probably the best our defense has ever played that i've as long as i've been on the team so i mean 
we got to just play our play our game, and you know, if we can come out as um, physical as we did last week, then we'll be just fine. Now, take me uh, kind of uh, on this ride for you. I mean, uh, you knew uh, coming into the preseason that, hey, you know, this was your last hurrah. I had the opportunity, you know, to talk with your teammate David Northrup as well. I mean, uh, both of you guys were really excited and really thought that, you know, this could really be a special season uh, for you guys this year. I mean, you know, what's this team chemistry like uh, still here as we are coming down this stretch? I mean, uh, you know, what is it that, you know, you're doing to, uh, you know, be be that leader that uh, this group needs obviously being the quarterback right um our coaches a lot of times harp on positive leadership so that's just what i've been trying to do um you know keep everybody up obviously after the the troy touchdown that put them up 21 to 14 a bunch of our guys were down I'm like listen we we have two and a half minutes left and that's plenty of time so um you know it's, it's just things like that like constantly throughout the week we're we're trying to pick each other up um, but if there is an issue, we try to work with each other on it. And, uh, you know, we're, we're a brotherhood. We love each other, like, just like our brothers. So it's, it's been paying off for us, especially against, against Troy, um, and Montgomery. It kind of came out too. Like, when we play together, we were unstoppable. So, um, you know, I'm just, I'm just hoping that we can continue to bond like that and, uh, and continue this throughout the rest of the season. I mean, you know, you talked about it a little while ago as well. Uh, you know, tough games coming up here. Obviously, you know, uh, you got Northwest here this week. But obviously, you know, South Williamsport, Athens uh, on the horizon here. I mean, you guys, uh, like I said, I mean, you're, you're pretty much uh, in control of your own playoff destiny here. Braden, I mean, is there, is there a little talk here yet that, I mean, you might actually have a seventh home game, uh, you know, if things fall right for you for the playoffs. I mean, are you starting to kind of feel that vibe in the locker room? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, you know, that's that's ultimately the goal is to try and host the game. And if not, then uh, then we'll fight and hopefully get a, another second round home game. But uh, you know, coming into the season, it's kind of like don't be the three, five, or the seven seed. <laughs> you try to stay away from from uh, Southern. But yeah, I mean, e either way, like we're just trying to get another home game. Um, and yeah, if we if we're able to win out, then we will get a home game. But like I said, we got to take it one one week at a time. Can't look overlook any um, of the remaining teams, especially Northwest. They're a dangerous team. Um, South and Athens the same way. They're both. They're all going to play us hard. You know, I got to believe that, you know, when you have a victory like you guys did last Saturday, that there's just got to be, I want to say, like an extra bounce going right now uh, through all of you guys. And, uh, you know, even before the season started, I could see kind of the juice going in you, kind of uh, just excited to get this season going. <laughs> I mean, is, is this as uh, much of a, a dream season for you as a senior that you could have hoped for uh, given the way the circumstances have gone this year? Well, I definitely can say that this season hasn't quite gone the way I thought. You know, I, coming into this year, we didn't know what we were going to expect, we, you know, with the COVID issues and, um, you know, just up and down weeks. Like the, the loss of Kalineski just, that killed us. We, I mean, we had 14 guys out. So, that I mean, that was a, a very winnable game. And thinking back on it, we'd only have one loss, maybe the Muncie. And even then, we didn't play our best game. So being able to bounce back like this has certainly certainly been a positive and obviously a win against Troy that's, that's huge for us um and bigger wins coming down the stretch will also catapult us into that maybe three or four spot in the district so 
um, really we're just trying to look for that, look for wins and maybe try and string some together. Braden, you know, uh, I told you at the beginning of uh, the season, uh, you know, I've experienced it. A lot of players have experienced it. There's just something about the magic of the Lockhart Street Bowl, no matter a Friday <laughs> or Saturday night. And, uh, I mean, I got to tell you, I would think that, you know, uh, a win like this, a season like you guys are having, uh, I would definitely say the fans have got to be coming out and really giving you guys a nice lift uh, no matter the night uh, for your home games. Absolutely, yeah. They're they're incredible. All of our fans, they were super supportive on Saturday, and um, you know we we were feeding off of their energy that helped us a ton, uh, and I think they were feeding off our energy too. So we we could feel that there was something something there in the air that night. Braden, you know, uh, A, congratulations on the win last weekend. B, congrats on such a great season you guys are having. And uh, best of luck to you as the rest of the season goes on. And, uh, you know, we'll uh, be pulling to hope that, uh, you know, you guys do get that seventh home playoff game because, hey, we love having teams at home in the northern tier. It gives us more to talk about and not having to travel far away. So uh, good luck to you guys. And, uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing because you're representing the NTL well and, uh, you know you guys are playing hard this year absolutely thank you very much i appreciate you having me on always good to talk with ntl athletes and so glad to be able to catch up with Sarah quarterback Braden Horton there as uh, we get some NTL football talk underway here this week. Yes, congratulations to the Redskins, but of course, as you heard Braden say, the Redskins uh, right back at it this week as they've got another tilt on the horizon with Northwest as the Rangers, I believe, coming to the uh, Lockhart Street Bowl again this week. So, Sarah, uh, definitely uh, enjoying uh, a lot of uh, home cooking this year inside the Lockhart Street Bowl. But I'm telling you what, that uh, victory last Saturday going to be one that uh, this squad's going to remember for a long time for sure, especially out of that senior class. All right, let's head to this week's NTL football schedule, shall we? So uh, let's see. This week we've got North Penn Mansfield uh, at home taking on the Eagles of Line Mountain. North Penn Mansfield looking to rebound after a uh, tough one last Last week against the Athens Wildcats, Line Mountain, a team, uh, you know, still struggling to find some victories. So for North Penn Mansfield, this looks like a very winnable game for them on their return to uh, their home confines. So uh, Coach Dickinson and company, uh, a good one for them to kind of see themselves uh, hopefully getting the ship righted and uh, back on to the winning path. Uh, also this week, uh, you've got uh, so far a 1-3 uh, Wellsboro squad getting ready to take on Wyalusing. Of course, uh, the Rams uh, still searching uh, for some kind of an identity. Last week, of course, not going well for them on the road at Kalineski Valley, but uh, for Wellsboro now, excuse me, uh, two wins uh, on the season for Wellsboro after defeating Port Allegheny last week. I uh, had a little bit of a brain fog there, but uh, yes, Wellsboro uh, looking for win number three, I should say, heading into this week, uh, taking on the Wyalusing Rams as the Hornets will head to Peterson Stadium uh, looking for that win.
win this week. And for Wyalusing, they really need a bounce back uh, after last week at Kalineski Valley. Uh, things last week uh, just not going well for the Rams in all facets. So we'll see if they can uh, pull off another win this week when they return home uh, to the friendly confines of uh, Peterson Stadium. All right, the Trojans this week. Troy looking for a bounce back as they will play the Tawanda Black Knights. Tawanda, of course, unfortunately uh, had some COVID issues last week. We're unable to play as of this recording for the podcast. Uh, I have been told things are a go for this matchup with Troy and Tawanda. So the Trojans uh, looking for uh, win number six this week. They'll obviously be looking uh, for a little redemption, a little righting of the ship themselves uh, after last week. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this Trojan team comes out. I mean, uh, you know, it's easy uh, for a team to kind of still have, uh, you know, that uh, lackluster feeling, I guess, you know, kind of feeling down uh, after last week, maybe feeling like they let one get away. But, uh, you know, for uh, Coach Smith and company, uh, a great coaching staff there, I'm sure they're going to have this team fired up and ready to go. And for Tawanda, you know, after a week off, how do the Black Knights come out? How do they respond uh, heading into this one on Friday night? Uh, let's see here. You've got Montgomery and Muncie. Montgomery, a team still... You know, a team I can't figure out. I mean, last week, uh, you know, uh, things not going their way against Canton at all. Canton jumped on them from the get-go. But, I mean, ever since that uh, just narrow loss at South Williamsport, I don't know if we've seen Montgomery kind of bounce back from that. And, you know, for the Red Raiders, uh, they're going to have to be on their toes again because Muncie's coming in. They're playing probably as good as, if not, uh, some of the best ball in all of District 4 right now. So you really got to be on your toes uh, heading into this one uh, with the matchup against Muncie. And for the Indians, hey, they're just kind of uh, motoring right along here, you know, looking to uh, keep pace with Canton in that uh, Class A bracket. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk district standings here in just a little bit. Now, of course, we touched on it a little bit ago with uh, Braden Horton. Uh, you got the Sarah Redskins this week uh, on the road, actually. They're going to be traveling uh, over to Northwest. So they've got a little bit of a bus trip over to Shikshini. Now, of course, Braden touched on it. The coaching staff at Sarah's mentioned it this week. The Redskins don't want to let this be a trap game. You got the big win last week over Troy. Don't let Northwest area be the trap game. And if you're Northwest, hey, you're playing with house money. You've got a team in Sarah riding in with a lot of confidence, but you've got the home field advantage this week. Curious to see how the Rangers come out and uh, battle in this one. Kalineski Valley, a team looking for a game. So anybody out there looking for a game, you know, you want to uh, give the uh, CV Indians a call. I'm sure Coach Schmidt, he's definitely been on the horn this week. So CV, uh, somebody match up with him and uh, let's get the Indians on the schedule this week. And also uh, pretty much our game of the week this week here in the Northern Tier. You've got the Athens Wildcats, the Canton Warriors. Warriors coming on the road this week. Last year, of course, Canton went up there and uh, defeated the Athens Wildcats. Wildcats, I'm sure, still have that on their mind. Uh, speaking of this one as well, it's also going to be the Rusty Rail Food Drive, folks. So anybody who is coming to this action, please check out the Athens and Canton Area School District Facebook pages. They've got deals there, or details, I should say, on the Rusty Rail Food Drive. I believe it is five uh, non-perishable canned items 
that uh, can be donated at the gate. You do that, you get free admission. So uh, just a quick side note there regarding this game this week. So definitely uh, want to put that out there uh, for all the fans as well. So definitely uh, get on that uh, as far as uh, the Rusty Rail food drive goes. But back to the game here. Yes, you've got Athens, a team who uh, has a lot of returners from last year's action uh, going into this matchup here against the Canton Warriors. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a big one here this week uh, with Athens and Canton and just a lot of athleticism all over the field. I mean, uh, for the Warriors, obviously, you've got quarterback Cooper Kitchen, Weston Bellows, who had three touchdowns last week, Riley Parker, uh, a big week as well. So, and Athens, of course, Shane Reed, who might be the area's most uh, complete utility player with his ability to run the ball, catch the ball, kick the ball. I mean, this matchup, just going to be uh, one that uh, everybody's going to be excited about. Uh, looking forward to this one coming up here as uh, not only the game of the week here, but also on Wiggle 100 as well. That's right. I'll be uh, live with this one up at Alumni Field in Athens. That'll be coming your way uh, this week uh, for uh, Canton and Athens on Wiggle 100. Also, of course, uh, coming up, we've got uh, Troy and Tawanda over on 95.3 The Bridge uh, for the regular season action. All right, so uh, we've kind of talked the NTL week in review here. Let's quickly, uh, before we wrap things up here this week, let's get back up into the district standings and uh, kind of talk about that on the football side of things. So in the Class A bracket right now, you've got Canton, Muncie, obviously, neck and neck. Uh, Canton 1, Muncie 2, Canton undefeated, Muncie at 6-1. and one. On to the AA side where as of right now, Troy sitting in the number two spot at five and two. Sarah, if the playoffs started this week, hey, they would be hosting a game. They are at five and two. South Williamsport, who's also in the league, they sit fifth at three and three. Those two teams still have a matchup to come later on. Wellsboro, Wyalusing sitting at six and seven. Even Northwest area sitting at eight. So a lot of NTL representation in the AA bracket, in the AAA side of things right now, you've got Kalineski Valley sitting in third at 5-2, Athens fourth at 5-2 as well. Things, uh, I think, shaping up well for both Kalineski Valley and Athens if they can handle business down the stretch. Schedule not very favorable for Milton and Danville at the top there. So keep an eye on these AAA standings here over the next couple of weeks. And uh, as far as NTL representation goes, uh, we only go through uh, single, double, and triple A. Uh, nobody up into the quad A, five, or six A ranks as well. So that's kind of where we sit on the district side of things too. So yes, it's definitely going to be uh, an interesting few weeks here coming into this matchup uh, as we head towards uh, the District 4 playoffs, which are on the horizon as well. So that right there will, uh, I guess you could say, pretty much put a wrap on things for this week. Again, I uh, want to take some time. Just thank all of you for tuning in this week and enjoying the podcast. Again, want to thank all of you out there for uh, all of the social media follows as well. Remember, you can follow us at NTL Now Podcast and NTL Now Podcast uh, on Facebook and Instagram and, of course, at NTL Now Pod uh, on Twitter, too. So, yes, go ahead. Follow us on all of those social media platforms. Remember, go ahead. Tell all of your friends out there 
there that uh, it is time to start listening to the NTL Now podcast because, hey, we love more listeners. We love more downloads. Tell them how you do it. Uh, make sure you are uh, expressing to them all the ways they can do it. Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and, of course, the NTLSports.com website as well. So, yes, definitely plenty of ways uh, to be listening here on this week's uh, podcast and, of course, prior episodes as well if you've missed anything along the way. But, uh, again, want to thank all of our guests this week, cross-country coaches uh, Adam Russell from Northeast Bradford, Aaron Wooster from Kalineski Valley, senior quarterback Braden Horton from the Sarah Redskins. Uh, big thanks to all of them for jumping on this week. Big thanks to the Northern Tier Sports Report guys as well for all the great recaps and uh, scores provided as well. Remember, check out all their websites for all the great coverage uh, on the print side as well throughout the Northern Tier League. But it is time for me to go and get ready for another busy sports week. Remember, Canton Athens, your game of the week on Wiggle 100 Radio, Troy Tawanda on 95.3 The Bridge. Join us for that action coming up Friday night, 7 o'clock uh, along our stations for uh, all the great NTL football action this week. I'm Shane Wilbur. Have yourselves a great sports weekend. We will talk again next week. You've been listening to another great edition of the NTL Now podcast. As always, an exclusive production of Circle W Sports. Thanks for listening to NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. Keep following the Northern Tier League on Facebook and Twitter for more updates on the Northern Tier League. Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Join us next week for more NTL Now, brought to you by Circle W Sports.